Does the world have expectations that you can't meet or you refuse to meet? Welcome to The Not Guide. I'm your host, Alex Berg. I started this podcast because after college, I didn't see a lot of people being open about making mistakes or fucking up after. So I felt isolated and a loser because I felt like that. And I'm done feeling that way. So I'm going to tell you how it is while doing it the most terrifying method possible for me. Being vulnerable. Grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's get real. Hey guys, so I'm sorry if my voice sounds a little off. I'm getting over a cold, but I think this episode is the most important episode, and I probably will have other episodes about it just because it's so important and it's so vast. So this week's topic is about friends and friendships. When college ends, you are so excited because the world opens up and it makes you so happy and you're so excited and it's wonderful. But sometimes it kind of sucks in the way of even though there's new beginnings, some doors close that you don't expect to close. Um, Like some classmates you're never going to see again. So that's going to be like either a good thing or a bad thing. Um, Then you also have your friends that you see all the time in college and you are lucky enough to see them like every day or how whatever three times a week and now you're going in different directions and it's hard it's a hard challenge to do I mean we do live in this digital age where there is Skype and there is text and there is call but no one calls anymore for the most part and only select people Skype or do anything like that and I think I think that's normal I think it's okay to not be used to having a digital friendship especially after having such a good physical friendship where you see them every day but I think something that I think a lot of us take for granted especially in college right out of college is that you're always scared or you're always a little bit insecure that your friends don't like you because they haven't talked to you for like a month, right? Or something. And it's just them figuring out their life in that month and that's why they haven't contacted you. Or they're thinking you're too busy or you think your friends are too busy to talk. And I'm totally guilty of this. Like, I live three hours away from my doctor's appointments and my friends live there. But I felt so insecure to, to ask them if I could stay with them. Like, I could only do it, like, a few f- people because I was so insecure about asking good friends if I could stay at their place because I felt like I was a burden to them. I put my own opinions of myself onto my friends, and I realized that's a piece of shit. So, I mean, like, your best friend isn't a burden if they want to sleep over, Right. So what is that example to whatever example is stopping you from contacting a friend? I don't really think there's much of a difference. But the thing is, think about your friends. I mean, even in the present day, I mean, unless something bad happens, which I don't think you would be friends with bad people, because that's just what happens. You pick good people, I feel like. Um, You're listening to this podcast. Which means you're probably one of my friends anyway, so 
you're a good person. I don't pick bad people to be my friends. Um, but the thing is, tell your friends, hey, in 50 years, if we go our own ways, you can always contact me. And say it in person if you can. Or just contact someone you haven't talked to in years. Like, just last week, I actually had the fantastic experience of talking to people that I hadn't talked to in two years. And they just randomly texted me. And I texted back. And I was like, hey, yeah, I would totally be able to go to dinner. And we had dinner. And it was really nice, like, seeing them again. And I'm really glad I went and did that. It was terrifying because I'm like, I don't even look like that same person. Um, But okay. Um, But it was so worth it. And I think we need to make sure that our friends know we value them. But then again, we also have to know our friend language, right? Even though I call it friend language because you know how love language is. You have the five. But... Growing up, I used to compliment my best friend all the time, and that would literally make her so uncomfortable. So I had to learn her friendship like language, which was like just doing the little things, making sure she got a birthday card, which, of course, and like having a good Christmas present and that kind of stuff. Instead, that would be how I could tell her I loved her. Um... So I think that's really important to, like, talk and hang out with your friends and let them know that, like, you love them. Just in your own non-discreet way, even if it's, like, however your love language is with them. Um, so our obstacle eliminator of the day, right, is basically anyone you know. <laughs> Sorry. But the thing is here, I was thinking about Legally Blonde and, like, celebrities who were, like, really good friends then, like, weren't very good friends but, like, are okay now and they don't have any ill will towards each other. And they're like, hey, you're doing good. I'm proud of you. Good job. Um, But Legally Blonde, like, she doesn't leave any of her friends, but she has, like, she goes good, she grows good friendships and true friendships. But, um... The truth is you probably already know somebody that has gone through this. You've gone through it. So if you've gone through it, you're the obstacle eliminator of the day. Go you. You've done a lot of shit. Um, Because I feel like it's really easy to get down about this and get sad about it. But the thing is, like, you had the best experience ever because you got to be their friend. Even if they never want to talk to you again. You've grown so much by that friendship that it's amazing. Like, you, you've, you're great. Um, so I'm going to end this podcast with a little nudge or a little shout-out to all my friends, past, present, and future. Thank you for existing. And if this makes you uncomfortable, I am completely sorry. Every week, the goal is to tell a story, a point of view, anything really that doesn't fit the status quo, the so-called American dream, but someone's truth and reality. Mostly it'll be me, but hopefully I'll get some interviews in here. If you get anything out of this, please let it be to be kind. With vulnerability comes assholes, but so much love also. So try to lead with the love. Okay, real talk over.